Great friends, what's going on? It's Kaplan and crew. Alex Padilla here with you guys on Thursday, November 16th. Scott not in today, taking care of some personal business before we get the show started. Like we do every single day, we want to start off by thanking our sponsors because without them, we wouldn't be here, quite frankly. And without you guys supporting those guys, we also wouldn't be here. So shout out to you guys and shout out to our sponsors. First, 7 Mile Casino, 7milecasino.com. Just minutes away from downtown San Diego and right off the 5 Freeway in the South Bay. Um, smoke-free environment, Sammy's Restaurant Bar, all your favorite table games, smoke-free environment. Great place to watch a game. And tonight, it's a great game. Finally, Ravens-Bengals on Thursday night football. So go check out 7 Mile Casino. It's a blast. It's great food, great time, clean environment, very close. Check it out. And also, if you're watching, the QR code is right there. So go ahead and scan it. It takes you straight to 7 Mile Casino, 7milecasino.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. And remember, it's all supposed to be fun. So if you, if you have any sort of problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Move on to our friends at Tory and California Holistics, where the promo code right now and for the rest of 2023 is amazing. We'll talk to Charlie next Tuesday, get the latest on what's going on over at California and Tory Holistics. But right now, what does that promo code do for you? It means when you spend a minimum of $75, you put in the promo code AMAZING, you're going to get 20% off your purchase just for being a great friend. You could use it online for delivery, or you could use it for in-store. You could show them, or you could just tell them, hey, I'm a great friend. I have the promo code AMAZING. They'll look it up for you. There's so many different ways to use it. Um, promo code amazing spend 75 dollars get 20 percent off your purchase at tory in california holistics i know the home buying world is wild right now it's very expensive interest rates are high but if you have any any questions there's only one guy to call and that's gary cooper 858-376-1299 858-376-1299 we're gonna have gary on i believe next week because he's gonna do another i gotta check the schedule make sure we didn't miss him Yep. Next week, we will have Gary on. He's going to do another giveaway. He's going to give you his San Diego State Fresno State tickets. That's right. Brady Hoke's final ever game. Don't you want to go see that? Well, you can give him a call, 858-376-1299, or go to mountaintrustrealty.com for all of your questions, whether you're looking to buy, sell, refinance, whatever, HELOC, whatever it is. Gary just helped my wife's coworker get set up in Washington. So it's not just California. Gary will help you as much as he can. He is the best. Gary Cooper, Malatrust Realty. And then, of course, our newest, favoritist sponsor that is taking money from me every night, but not from you guys because you guys are killing it. And that's Price Picks, pricepicks.com slash great friends. That's how we get credit for you guys joining and signing up. Right now, Price Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. What does that mean? You hear it all the time in all these ads, but what does that actually mean? It means when you put in your first deposit, a minimum, I believe, 20 bucks, five bucks. I don't really, that I don't know. I apologize. I should know that. But let's say you put in 50 bucks as your first deposit on Price Picks. Price Picks will automatically give you 50 bucks to spend on the Price Picks app. So you start with 100 bucks, just like that. It goes all the way to 100. You put in 100, they give you 100. That's all the money I got left. I haven't won a bet in forever. Well, I haven't won a Price Pick in forever. I literally only have the money that they match for my first deposit right now in my account. They are killing me. But you know what? I'm stop. I'm done with basketball myself. But people are killing it. Great friends. We're getting messages from you guys killing on the more or less every night. Hockey, basketball, Formula One this weekend. We talked about it yesterday with pit stops. It they got everything on the price picks apps. It's so much fun and it makes you 
just enjoy games more because it definitely makes you have a rooting interest on every single game, which is great. Tonight, we'll talk about it later. We'll take a look at price picks for Thursday Night Football, and we'll we'll jump more into that. So pricepicks.com slash great friends. If you're watching, scan the QR code. It'll take you straight there. Get started. Up to $100 deposit match, more or less, on any stat that they have available. It's fun. So go ahead. Sign up. And now, let's go ahead. Let's start the show. Great friends, what's going on, everybody? Kaplan and crew with just a crew today. Myself and John Browner got you guys here on a Thursday as we head into a long, well, for us, a long weekend because I'm heading up to Vegas to go check out the Formula One events that started last night. We'll get into everything. And we got plenty to talk about today because we finally got a great Thursday night football game, at least on paper. We finally Mm -hmm. have a very good Thursday night football game. Because we're off on Friday, we're going to be making our NFL picks. And Browner, I have corrected our stats, so now you can look at your winning record again. So we'll get to that shortly. Uh, Blake Snell, uh, congratulations and see you later. We'll talk about him winning his second Cy Young. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean for the Padres uh, Cy Young uh, winner? Because that he won last night. Um, he had a very interesting comment about free agency that I will show you guys. Um, plenty other like I'm wearing my San Diego State hockey hoodie today because it is. I I just I don't know if Kyle Turley is going to start a wave. But I do feel like names are going to be coming at us. Boom, boom, boom. Like, I want the job. I want the job. I want the job. And I, you know, who else? Who else is going to throw their name in the ring? So we'll get into that. We'll get into plenty. Oh, Brandon Staley is not going to fire himself. Breaking news. I'll explain what that means. Uh, But first, before we get started, before I bring Browner in, we are brought to you by Seven Mile Casino. Seven Mile Casino is just minutes away from downtown San Diego, right off the five freeway. It is, is a smokeless environment. Not like where I'm staying in Vegas. It is a has all of your favorite table games. It has a Sammy's restaurant and bar, full bar. They have great TVs to watch the game tonight, to put in your prize picks and root along more or less. It is a great spot. So go check out Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. And remember, it's all supposed to be fun. So if you have, if you have any sort of problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bring in John Browner. We're here on a Thursday. It's just me and him. We had someone calling sick on us about 20 minutes ago. I won't name any names. <laughs> Lawhead. But it's just us today. Brown, how you feeling, dude? How you doing? How you living? There's a lot of listen, there's a lot of sports things, man. That I this whole this whole uh Blake Snell double Cy Young thing. I think the the, the Kyle Turley as head coach. When I and so for people who don't know, they the the day the Peter Siler passed, he was supposed to come on the show. And he came on the show, but you guys didn't see it. Right. During and, commercial commercial. Right. And so Scott had pumped up that he had that there's this person, this person, this person. He never told me the name. I never knew the name. I'm you didn't sure see Alex, him on screen? No, but this is what I'm saying. Okay. When he when he showed up on screen, I was like, mm. Are you are you bleeping kidding me? Mm. No, absolutely not. I know, I know without even Googling the man, I know way too much information about him. That's a hard no for me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so I guess I'm talking about this now. So then Not I true. heard, yeah. So then I heard him talk about wanting the job. We all want things, okay? Let's leave it. We all want things. Yeah. I was driving back last night from Oxnard. I was like, you know what would be great? A helicopter right now. Because this rain 
for four and a half hours. Oh god. With the ten freeway closed. My God. Anyways, keep going. Sorry. We all want things in life. Alex wants the rain to stop. He wants the 10 freeway to open back up. Kyle Turley wants to be the San Diego State head football coach. And I didn't, I, I, I was a pass before I heard him speak. And after I heard him speak, I went, it can only be him now. <laughs> I'm not serious. Wild, I'm but serious. you know what is wild? When we brought him on, I, I was, I'm on board to have anybody on. Like, first of all. But when we brought him on, and by the way, I we love Kyle Turley because he's yes. always like he's one of our favorite people at Radio Row every single year. He's the chillest dude. He is such a cool dude. And I love his personality. I love his like how eccentric he is, his music, his football. I love it all. But when we brought him on, I was like, people are gonna just think that this is such a wild, ridiculous thing. Right. But after hearing him talk, and we were only like, honestly, this is we talk about this everywhere and this is no disrespect to Kyle. We're like, you know what? This will probably go like 10 minutes and then we'll just, we'll do highlight of the day and then we'll wrap the show up. Right. That was the plan. But just listening to Kyle talk and hearing his passion and hearing his enthusiasm and hearing what he wants for the program. Do I think it'll happen? No. But is that the kind of person that this program desperately needs? Yes. I would argue, I would argue in a very loud voice and with a megaphone, if needed, somewhere on the Mesa wearing a sandwich board, that they should interview him for that. Not yeah. for the tight ends coach, not for the O-line, not for the – they should interview him for the head coaching job. Because one thing that I've always believed as a person who didn't get opportunities because I am black in certain industries, getting in front of people makes a difference. And I think part of the reason why – he won't get an interview is because they know if you if you sit in front of him and you feel that energy in person, that's mm-hmm. real. That's how Dan Campbell got the Lions coaching job. Yeah, I can get he. They and the we people, made fun of him. We we laughed him out of the press conference. Two of us. We, uh, yes. If once you get across from that energy, it's real. It's infectious, and then you get another milk toast guy in here talking about what he's going to do with the offense, that, okay, but that ain't the energy. Because as a football program, what Kyle Turley offers, this particular program, at this particular time, in its existence, it needs that. It really does. You know what the thing about Kyle that stands out to me, and I, I, I could be completely wrong, I don't know, I didn't ask him, he just feels like the kind of guy, let's just say it, the miracle happens, he gets the job. If it doesn't work in two years, I feel like he'd step down. Be like, listen, I tried. It's not for me. And I tried my best, but it's not. I'm not the guy for the program. We need somebody to bring it in. And and, and I think, like, let's let's say you go get the Washington offensive coordinator. I don't even know his name. I already forgot it. <laughs> let's say you go get him. And, and and you know, he knows Fresno State. He knows the Mountain West. He's right. been there. He's done that. He comes in. We win nine games next year. We win 11 after that. And boom, he's gone. So, like, what's really the difference here? You know, like, like, why not establish someone who he ain't going for another job? If Correct. he comes in here and he crushes it, he ain't leaving for another job. But to me, that to me that has to be part of the equation. That has to be something that they look into and go, you know what? We need somebody who's not just going to bounce at the very first opportunity that they get. Because if you're the Washington offensive coordinator and you get this job, and in two years, you've got double-digit wins with a high-profile, high-flying offense. Who's next? 
-hmm. because that's what's going to happen. There will be no chance to build continuity from season to season to season and truly start doing what Steve Fisher did for the basketball program, for the football program. I don't think it will exist unless you hire a Kyle Turley-like person, someone who has put blood, sweat, and tears in that program before they ever took a check to do so. And that, yeah. and I, I and, and hearing him talk about bringing back alums and getting certain people on the staff, like there's certain people you're not going to get on that staff because financially, and that's just not something that they're into from a money standpoint, but they will help if someone, one of their own, a person who put that helmet on is now coaching the university. So again, I don't, I don't think he'll get the job, but I think whoever gets the job, it's just, Part of them taking the job means that this guy is going to be your offensive. Uh, uh, he's your O-line coach, period. This guy's your O-line coach. You can have the job. Here's the money. This guy's your O-line coach. Just so then now they can see him. So when the next guy launches out of here in two years, if it's, if it's the Washington offensive coordinator, guess who's coming to take the job? Because now we've been we've seen him up close. We've seen him do the job. We've seen him recruit. We've seen him do what we think he can do. Now let's give him the big job. It training wheels. Training wheels. A lot of the comments on YouTube and Instagram and, and wherever else I put it, uh, a lot of the comments were, does he play quarterback? Because I think that's like, you know, as an Aztec, we have had, you know, Kevin O'Connell was, was the best thing until Ryan Lindley came. And then that's about it. You know, like that's really kind of it. There hasn't been much of a offensive. We're a running back university for a while. You know, you had, Ronnie Hillman, and you had Art, Ronnie Hillman, Donnell Pumphrey, Rashad Penny. They know the names go on. Adam Muemo, even when I was here, like the names go on and on and on about running backs. But, you know, I think that besides Vincent Brown, I want to say, who was on the Chargers for a while and I, other, a lot of other places, like there hasn't been a lot of dudes coming out of here offensively that are like massive playmakers. And I know you're, like, I know there's a tight end that plays for the Giants right now, and I'm, I'm blanking on his name, but I just think that. We are so desperate to see so a desperate. modernized so offense desperate. on the main. Even if and it I do doesn't think work, like, I do think throw thirty passes a game. Yeah, throw thirty to thirty-five passes. Even if it doesn't work, you're trying to go in the right direction. Yeah, I also do think that they have tried to do that this year. The problem is, and this is nothing against Maiden, who last year I was like, I was like, I was like, this is the dude. This is, the, but he is, he is a modern guy. He runs. He passes, but it's it's just limited right now. But so I think it is a it is a very when you put it all into perspective about what is happening this a whole week, picture, just whole this picture. week in the city. Yes. In the city. Brady Hoke retires. Peter Seidler passes away. Passes. Now you're now your top the top billing, like on the billboard, the San Diego Padres are managerless. And your second mm. your second billing on the billboard is coachless so it is mm -hmm. like going to be a wild I, well next week they'll announce mike schilt probably the padres and then before christmas we'll know probably way before christmas because they want them in before the early transfer period we'll know who the next head coach is for the Aztecs. it's all going to come quick and we're all about to go through a whole ton of changes in this city for the top i'll say the top two programs and i know people are yelling in their car right now the wave have overtaken the san diego state Aztecs. which by the way i don't disagree with i do believe the wave have caused more of a stir here like see, ah. look at that. Look at that. I do believe the wave. The have caused, agrees. Have, I do believe the wave have be, have become more of a talking point than because when you bring up okay, here's what I mean. 
when you bring up San Diego State Aztec football, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Let me, let me. Uh, like, that's uh, the, that's I, the reaction. I will be when you here. talk about the wave, that's when you talk about the wave, there's like excitement. Like, oh, yeah, that's fun, man. Have you been? Have you gone to a game? It's exciting. It's new. So that's, I, I will make that argument that the wave have overtaken the Aztecs football team. You know, I've, 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 carved out my niche on this show of being him being that guy i'm gonna be that guy in this particular topic it no it hasn't no it hasn't let the wave go you know two wins in the season no it hasn't san diego state is a legit staple of this community the football program as terrible as it has been the ups and the the boring ups and the very pathetic downs they're a part of this community. And if that team is ever, ever fun to watch, they will triple the audience that the wave currently can get. Now, in 10 I'm years, can, I am saying a lot of ifs because the wave are I'm already right now. good. I'm telling you, yeah, the I'm wave right now, my friend. The wave, are, the, wave is, the wave are already good. If you hire a coach that gets people excited, the energy around the program changes and now you get more people interested in it. I think the idea that the U.S. whatever USWL or what was what's it called? NWSL. There we go. That's cute. That's and I know that's a painful word for people to hear when you're talking about female sports. But that's cute. So offensive. But it's not. That's not sustainable. Why not? Mm. Because when you put it in comparison to one football american football and you put it and you add into that mix san diego state being the local football team that we're putting them against it's not fair to them it's not they don't have any history here yet they just don't and so as right. much as we want as, as much as we want we like what's happening it's cute it's an event it's a cool thing to go to to see the stadium lit up and energized because that's why it was built they're a good placeholder until you get good football in there so, you know, be mad, people. It's okay. I'm telling y'all facts. You ain't got to like them. I don't think you it's ain't gotta like at all. Em. I think the Wave get more people in the stadium. They do. I, I know, I know for they a do. fact. Know for, I know for a fact that San Diego State's not drawing television ratings at 7.30 well, at night when they take on San Jose State on CBS Sports Network I on agree Saturday with night. <laughs> so I, I don't really I, know. I, I agree with you. I just think that I'll, I'll say this. I'll be that guy. You don't know about soccer. You don't watch oh. soccer. You don't watch soccer. Oh my you, god! You are the first to dismiss soccer. Oh, and just because you, yeah, you took your daughter to two games, don't mean don't make you a waver. Three, bro. Three, sure. bro. Three, yeah, bro. Sure. Three. I'm a waver. I'm master at the wave. And you're on your phone on Twitter looking up scores of the basketball game the whole time. So <laughs> I just think that there. I think you're being. And I don't mean ah! this, like, to start a fight. I just think you're being incredibly disrespectful uh, to what the Wave have done in the first two years here. And to say it's cute and to say, like, that's it is. It. But they're, like, they've done it. They've done what San Diego State wishes they could do, which is they got a CEO, Jill Ellis, mm -hmm. who's a two-time uh, World Cup champion, Olympic yeah. champion head coach. They got the superstar in Alex Morgan. Like, the Wave have done what you're begging San Diego State to do, and you're not yeah. showing them any respect. No, uh, they get what has San Diego State wow. ever had 34,000 people in the stadium? No, it's new. No, stadium is two years old. 
does San so San Jose State's played there the same amount of time as the Wave. In fact, like literally the same amount of time. Like the Aztecs played what week one, Wave played week two. Who had more people? The Wave. Look, all I'm saying, I'm only, I'm saying one thing. I want to be yeah. very clear on this. What yeah. they've done, they do get more people there now. Yes, it today. If they if both teams held an event, there'll be more people there for the wave game. That's not I'm not arguing that. They do draw more people on TV. I'm not arguing that. What I'm saying is at the height of what the wave can be, San Diego State football, if it reaches the height that we think that it can through offensive yeah. production, they will sell out that building yeah. multiple times over. Well, I like what you do on the show all the time, which is argue something I didn't talk about. I didn't bring that up in the future. I'm talking about right now, the okay. wave are the okay. show. The wave okay. are the show. Okay. I mean, San Diego State basketball is really the show, but if we're talking about outdoor sports that play at Snapdragon Stadium, it's wave one, San Diego State two. That's I'm not arguing that. I'm, again, That's all I'm again. saying. I'm You're right, though. I'm not that. stupid to that fact. If if an American D1 college football team is undefeated and they're possibly going to the college football playoff, which you said they can't, but now I guess they can, um, then, yeah, they're going to do better. But they're not. Did, and they're a long way to, from it. Way to try to mix my words up from yesterday. I, I, I didn't say that. I didn't say it couldn't. I said that a three-loss UCLA team in the Pac-10, mm -hmm. in, in the Big Ten, yeah. would beat a conference champion right. uh, San Diego State team. Beat like, so they would get into the playoff, they would get into right. the playoff, right? Which is three, you're saying yeah. that so San Diego State could never get in then, okay? Yeah, sure, yeah, okay, okay. For your, I for, mean, for the, what, for the what, sake of what, you're what arguing, are you yeah. saying, if you're sure. if they're under Sprouter, what you just said, compared if a three to, loss, compared if a, to, right, 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 if a three loss Big Ten team is no, use UCLA, use UCLA. Okay. If it's well, Iowa, they're... yeah, they'll get in over Iowa because Iowa doesn't have any fans. So don't put that thumb See, up. Your computer Just agrees. Yep, your computer agrees. Look at this. Bloop. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, it's what you're saying is is layered, but it's very straightforward. Very layered. If San Diego State, if an undefeated San Diego State team can never sniff a playoff, then how do they make the playoff? Who? San Diego State. I just told you. I just told you. It, it if it's Iowa. On... Right. If it's Iowa, if I, it's I Purdue. Think legitimately, like I think your math is just wrong. But That's okay. I feel well, Chicago I feel Public you. Schools, baby. Math is not my strongest. Well, listen, school. I went to Oxnard. I could be wrong, too. I was there yesterday. I don't – the kids are getting off school at 11 in the morning nowadays. So For what? Hey. My kid was my, – my buddy, I had to go to his house. Like, oh, I got to pick up my kid. I was like, what time does he get off? Like, 1230. And I was like, 1230? Uh, yesterday was Wednesday, yeah. For some reason – because – my daughter, TK, gets out at 12.30 yeah. on Wednesdays, and I don't know why. Yeah. yeah, my sister's a teacher. She was at home at 2.30 yesterday. I was like, don't you have school? Don't you have class? Don't you have kids? Anyways. So we'll see what happens. San Diego State, a lot to get to. But when we come we'll back, find out. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about Blake Snell winning his second Cy Young. What does that mean for the Padres? And honestly, can we even have a conversation of what it means for the Padres right now? Because what does the Padres mean for the Padres right now? Quite frankly, like nobody really knows what the future has mm -hmm. in store for the organization. So to start talking about free agents might be a little asinine, but we're going to do it anyways because it's top of mind. And Blake Snell had some comments to say after win winning his second Cy Young award yesterday. This is uh, Kaplan and crew with just the crew. Scott handling some personal business today. Uh, we are, uh, uh, full disclosure, we are off tomorrow on Friday. I am heading to Vegas uh, to go check out F1. 
and these guys are taking the day off uh, because personal life sometimes happens on the show and like we're not a regular radio show so we don't have backups to fill in for us so we're going to be off tomorrow and then browner and scott will be on on monday i'll probably check in on monday for like a segment or something just so you guys can see the aftermath of vegas i'll still be in vegas on monday uh we are brought to you by the seven mile casino seven mile casino.com just minutes away from downtown san diego and right off the five freeway in the south bay they have all of your favorite table games they have a full sammy's restaurant and bar they have tvs everywhere it is a smoke-free environment what a great place to go check out thursday night football tonight finally a good game ravens versus bengals uh go check it out seven mile casino seven mile casino.com and remember it's all supposed to be fun so if you have any sort of problems call 1-800 gambler all right when we come back let's talk about blake snell let's talk about him winning his cy young let's talk about what that means for his free agency numbers are being thrown out teams that are interested are being thrown out all of a sudden he is the top guy on the market this year. Let's talk about it. When we come back, this is Kaplan and crew with just the crew. Alex Padilla, John Browner, next. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Kaplan and crew with just the crew. Myself, Alex Padilla, and John Browner with you guys here on a Thursday. We are off tomorrow on Friday. All right, John. Uh, before we uh, get into Blake Snell, I think it's uh, it's it's an appropriate time before the Thursday night football game gets kicked off to talk about prize picks. And I got to say something that is really making me upset. I'm the only dude not winning on this thing right now. I am ice cold. I am down to my oh, the only thing I have left, John, is my deposit match. On I am on a cold streak. I am struggling, but I'm getting text messages and I'm getting messages on Twitter. I'm getting messages on Instagram. You guys, the great friends, are crushing it. I'm only seeing winners on my screen. I'm not seeing like, man, price picks is killing me. I'm seeing winners everywhere. So pricepicks.com slash great friends. You're going to get your deposit. Your first deposit will be matched up to $100. You always hear that on commercials, right? Oh, we'll match your first deposit. We'll double your. What does that mean? What it means is, when you sign up on pricepicks.com slash great friends, you are required to put in a deposit to get started, obviously. And whatever you put, so you let's say you put 50 bucks down on your first deposit, price picks will give you 50 bucks to play with on the spot. So you can start your account with a hundred dollars just like that. And they'll do that up to a hundred. So you could have up to two hundred dollars to get started on price picks. Brown, what are you looking at tonight? It doesn't have to be Thursday night football. What are you looking at week eleven? Do you have a winner? You're always messing around i know with basketball but you have a football winner this week i have something that i think people are going to be very interested in okay it is justin tucker and chris paul under the specials wow for three That's and a my half kind of bet. three and a, three and a half three point field goals made by chris paul plus three and a half field goals made by justin tucker that that really feels like a game. Three and a half? Three and a half. Three and a half. Yep. That seems May. May. That seems. I mean, listen. Justin Tucker's going to make two field goals tonight. That's just the Ravens well, offense. Well, if they don't get blocked, dude's killing my fantasy yeah. team. Yeah. Dude's killing. True. And he's like one of five from above 50. So I don't know if Justin Tucker, but, man. You, and, the, and the only other thing is that Chris Paul doesn't shoot a lot of threes. Yeah. 
So, I mean, but he's starting tonight because Draymond's out for five games. So right. there's another there's another one under specials, but it's not as it's not as safe. It's receptions, 11 and a half. Uh, it's Clay Thompson and Jamar Chase, 11 and a half receptions and three pointers made. That mm. I just I don't trust I like that. that one. And I, I don't trust it at all. Well, I'm going to go super simple for you guys. And I know I said I'm ice cold. So if you don't listen to me, respect. I get it. <laughs> but what? And I never go super simple. But this number is popping out at me, dude. It is popping out at me. Dak Prescott, more oh, or less than 258 and a half pass yards against, against? the Carolina Panthers. Book it. Done. To me, See, that screams more. Screams nor- more. Normally, that is an absolute more. But if they get up, they're going to start running the ball. And that's the problem with... with but see, I feel like the, the Cowboys the like... I don't think Jerry Jones lets them do that. I think Jerry Jones likes it when they win 40 to nothing. I agree with you. I agree. Jerry loves a big blowout, makes them look good, makes the Dak for MVP talk look better. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the Panthers... I think they're going to get up, and I think this is going to be a Tony Pollard game. But you're mm-hmm. right. 250 isn't a lot. But I also Just, thought – Justin Herbert, 264 and a half against the Packers. I am I am out of the Justin Herbert passing trust tree. I trust him to win. He I've lost probably uh, four bets this season, I think, on him passing yards. And every time I've bet, he's given me one something, 170, 190. Like, it's been in the ones, and I'm like, bro – they won one of the games, but I'm like, come on, man, throw it some more. So mm-hmm. I, it, it's the the passing. I found that the passing yards is the hardest thing to to predict or yeah. to place money on because it's such an influx situation. Because because I saw um, uh, Devito against the Cowboys was one seven. He was I think it was like one seventy four passing yards. I was like, oh, he's gonna get that. He barely got a hundred. Dude, how about you look at the Kenny Pickett and Dorian Thompson? Dorian Thompson Robinson, 166 and a half. Kenny Pickett, 182 and a half. Ooh. See, and it and it looks that it looks very low, but who is he playing? They're playing each other. And then you start watching and you go, Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they, listen, right. they're not giving away money on prize picks. No, they're you not. Gotta, Nick, you, you gotta, gotta earn it. it. Right. You gotta Trust earn it. Bro. I know. I know. Oh. oh. I know. All right. So pricepicks.com slash great friends, pricepicks.com slash great friends. Get your first deposited match up to $100. Uh, also, there's plenty of uh, uh, basketball. There's 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 just a lot. Dude. There's college football you can do. I'm looking at Bam out of Iowa, 22 points tonight against Brooklyn. That looks like a lot for me. But uh, Jimmy Butler's photo on Price Picks always makes me laugh. Uh, that is hilarious. So it there's also so stops many... me from picking him every time. <laughs> Uh, they're doing a $5 protected play right now. Uh, but I don't know if that's going to be around when you guys are watching this show. If I do my mouth right, probably is. So you can go ahead and protect your play on, uh, when you opt in on the app, always go to the promos tab, pricepicks.com slash great friends. All right, Browner, if I were to ask you more or less $175 million for Blake Snell this off season, you say how many years though? Just more or less more more because now the 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 rumblings and the reports are that after Blake Snell won his second Cy Young just last night that he is the top dog on the market and he could command up to up to 200 million dollars this offseason wave goodbye 
wave goodbye. If he's okay, okay, listen, that's a lot of that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And who am I to tell Blake Snell to turn that down? But be careful who you take your money from. I and I I mean this sincerely. If the Cincinnati Reds drop 200 million in front of you, pass, bro. Pass. Well, I'm glad you bring that up because last night after winning his second Cy Young, he did speak to the media and he was asked, Hey, you're entering free agency for the first time in your career. You just won your second Cy Young. You just uh, were the seventh pitcher ever to win Cy Youngs in both leagues. Are you ready for the names I'm about to drop that Blake Snell joined after winning his second Cy Young last night? Give them to me. Give them to me. Dude, so pitchers that have won a Cy Young in both the American and National League, Blake Snell, and are you ready for this? Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez, Roger Clemens, Roy Halladay, Max Scherzer, and Gaylord Perry. That's it. Seven pitchers. Blake Snell just entered an aura, a level of an award that's just like, whoa. This is why I've always said he was their best pitcher. He had the most stuff. And I I was clowned for using the term stuff repeatedly because I had no other way to describe it. (laughs) Yeah. But the way he did it this year was like historic. Legit. He struck struck out the third most dudes in baseball. He walked. Mm The most dudes in baseball. The least. The least. No, the most. Oh, 99 wait, what? Walks was the most by any starting pitcher in baseball, by any pitcher in baseball this year. And yet wow. he had the lowest batting average against him this year at 181. Everybody else was above 200. So this dude was That's in trouble stop, man. every single inning and still found ways to get out of it. But the thing is with Blake Snell, from the outskirts, when I was when we watched him in Tampa, dude, that dude's that dude's it. That dude's got stuff. That dude strikes out. That dude mm-hmm. looks clutch. That dude shows up. And then you watch him every night, and you're like, he does do all that for five but, innings a game. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money for five innings. I, which, by the way, in his defense, he always wanted to go more. I think the Rays put him I just in a don't very think he can go more because he walks so many dudes. His pitch count shoots up. I think the Rays put him in put him in a very difficult position for his career because under their tutelage and their plan, he won the Cy Young. So it worked, but nevertheless, now he's older in his career. He probably feels like his arm's a little bit stronger and he wants mm-hmm. to go longer. And if I give you $200 million, you can do whatever you want on the mound, buddy. My only thing with him is he gets hurt. And I think when you give Does a guy he? 200... Remember the first two seasons we had him, he was hurt a lot. And it wasn't like this is torn or this is broken. These nagging injuries that never went away. And so he was missing He was missing starts at points where he was like, well, what's wrong with Blake Stell? Okay, well, he's out for 10 days or he's out for 15 days. He's like, but why? Oh, this is nagging or that's nagging. Mm-hmm. And so, but when you give a guy $200 million, you can't, that shows you money. So like that's it's pretty wild when you look at if you look at his numbers, his two Cy Young award winning seasons, incredible. 2018, he was 21 and five. He pitched 180 innings. He had an ERA of 1.89. Wow. Stunning, stunning numbers. This year, that's crazy. 14 and nine, 225 ERA. And guess how many innings he pitched? 180. Oh, man. But all the other ones in 2016. His rookie season, 89 pitches, 6-8. and eight. The second season, 
five and seven, 129 pitches or 129 innings. innings pitched. 2019, six and eight, 107 innings. 2020, pretty good year, but shortened season. First year here, 128 innings pitched, seven and six. Last year, 128 innings pitched, eight and 10. So you look at his two Cy Young award winning seasons, remarkable, incredible. Can't take anything away from him. The six other years, pretty pedestrian, pretty average, right. pretty fourth, third, fourth starter type stuff. But here's what he had to say about becoming a free agent for the first time because Browner, what you said, he, he says he's not going to do. This is a quote from Blake Snell after winning the Cy Young last night. I think the main thing for me is going to be who can help me the best, be the best version of myself and what teams are in a position to win for years to come. I don't know where that's at. I haven't thought about it, but I know those are the two most important things to me. So we'll see how it plays out. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to learning what free agency is all about. I'm ready for it. But at the same time, it's tough because I love San Diego. Well, number so, one, that sounds like a guy oof. who's gone because he knows. I mean, I think he knows financially this team's they not. Can't, they don't have it. They, they just don't, don't have, have it. Right. Because they, we know why. And oh, number yeah. two, he says he wants to go to a winner. Now, Cincinnati Reds had a better record than the Padres this year. So True. But I think he means perennial winner, like Texas. Yank- or not, I'm sorry. The, the, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you look up and – he's talking to the Astros, if he's talking to the Dodgers, if he's talking to the Giants, if he's talking to the Mariners, because he strikes me as more of a West Coast guy, even though yeah. he came from Tampa. And I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if you start seeing him talk to Philly and if you start seeing him talk to the Yankees and the Mets, because those well, are, well, maybe not the Mets, but yeah. those other organizations have shown a appetite for winning, consistency, and payroll. Well, Those let me say two are things important. Real quick. Number one, the Reds and the Padres had the same record. My bad. Just felt like the Reds finished way ahead of them. Pew, Number pew. two, according to John Heyman, these are the teams that have already talked to Blake Snell. The Padres. Oh, of course. The Dodgers. Okay. The Giants. Wow. Look at this. Look at, yeah. me. And, Look at me. And the Phillies. Look at me. Yeah. I even so, throw a couple of secret teams in there. First of all, please go to Philly because Blake Snell going to LA or San Francisco and just crushing. That would hurt. That would hurt. Be, man. It would be that so would San hurt. Diego. It would be so on that brand for San Diego. But yeah, I mean, that's. They're talking about $200 million for Blake Snell. I brought up the name in the regular season, Carlos Rodon. Comparably, lefty pitcher, same age. Virtually the same numbers his, for per season, not necessarily two Cy Young Award winner. That right. props you up right away. Correct. So that's why the two hundred comes right. in, right? So Carlos Rodon got six years, one hundred and sixty-two million dollars from the New York Yankees. That's where it starts for Blake Snell. Let's be real here. That's where it starts for Blake Snell. There is no reason for Blake Snell to take a penny less than $162 million over six years, which I believe works out to about $27.5 million a year. So I'm saying he's I'm saying he's going to get 30. The number is going to be 30. I think the number, the landing spot is 30. It depending on who it is, it'll probably be five to seven years. I don't think we'll see another 10-year contract for a pitcher. So I just, with the current situation here, I don't think anyone should name any single free agent to play for this team at all. 
I just don't. I just don't, don't know how think you do that, it right now. That there's no way to tell. Everything is a mystery, and I doubt that they've had the conversations about what to do because something more important is hovering over that organization right now. So you're going to start behind the eight ball when it comes to getting guys, and nobody's going to sit around and wait as well as the, the money dry up. And a guy who is a two-time Cy Young Award winner who just came off an amazing season and, in my opinion, had a very good stint here in San Diego. Represented himself very well. You get rid of, you, you could go to L.A. and be the ace because Kershaw isn't. He's the ceremonial mm-hmm. guy. You could go to L.A. and be the ace. You can go to San Francisco and be the ace. Now, I would say the only thing that would matter to that, but I think $200 million outweighs that, is his relationship with the manager. Because having yeah. him here, then having him there, what was it like? I think that could make that a little, that could, whether that's good or bad, it could help or, was or it, hurt it. Was Ruben, was Ruben Niebla the guy that made him good here in San Diego? You know, Ruben Niebla is, is considered one of the, yes. if not the best pitching coach in all of baseball. So you I know how I many that, look at what he did for Michael Walker this year. Look what he did for yes. Seth Lugo this year. Look, like, Blake Snell just won a Cy Young. So, but here's the uh, the comparables, Browner, because we're talking about how it has to start at 162 because Carlos right. Rodon got that. So per career, uh, game started 191 for Snell, 161 for Rodon. Uh, Win loss record. Yeah, he had like, Tommy John though. 59 uh, 54 for Rodon, 71 55 for Blake Snell. Career ERA 383 for Rodon, 320 for Blake Snell. Blake Snell has 200 more strikeouts. That's um, where the money's at. That's where the money's at. Strikeouts. A hundred, a hundred more walks. <laughs> the, and yeah, I mean, now he has two Cy Youngs. The money for Blake Snell is gonna be in the strikeouts. Um, because to me, that's where the that gets the eyeballs. That's the stuff. The 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 swings and misses. The the outlookings. That's what sells. Those are the things that se- ground outs don't sell. Mm-hmm. Flyouts don't sell. Strikeouts do. And that dude strikes people out. And so to me, if you if you're able to bring in Blake Snell, that's it. You won the offseason. I mean, obviously, there's another person out there floating in the space known as free agency by the name of Otani. But at th- that's kind of a mis- mixed bag at this point because you don't really know what you're going to get because he's on his second Tommy John, if I'm not mistaken. So the idea that you're going to bring the hit that guy in and pitch. I don't know. But yeah. you know, Blake, you know what you're gonna get from Blake Snell. So I that this is a this is gonna, gonna hurt. hurt man. I think it's gonna be a pretty it's gonna be a pretty you just it's said the hurt. word hurt as I did too at the same time. I think it's gonna be a very <laughs> painful offseason for the San Diego Padres. I just don't see how it's not. I think you've already lost okay, you you're gonna lose Blake Snell, most likely. You're for sure gonna lose Josh Hader. Chances are Michael Walk is gone. Chances are Seth Lugo is gone. Chances are Nick Martinez is gone. And then you look at the bit, the offensive side. I mean, I don't think anybody's going to cry about Trent Grisham if he gets moved on. But, I mean, now the talk is Juan Soto. It's mm-hmm. Buster only said it's like 100% chance he's getting traded this offseason. And I, I, it's just so difficult to predict now because you don't have the owner telling the executives, this is what we're doing. Make it happen. I'm going to do you one better. And this is something a lot I haven't heard anyone say. And obviously, we haven't had a lot to talk about it, but they're going to trade somebody else. And I mean, one of these $300 million, $250 million guys. There are three of them on the roster, if I'm not mistaken. Two of them are going to be traded. Now, 
I don't think it'll be Tatis because just because of the youth, you're just not going to do that. And if you look at it, you, that's a good contract mm-hmm. for for what he's projected to be. That's a very good contract. So you're going to hold on to that one. Every other contract on these on this team is being looked at with a microscope because one be. of the one of those dudes will be moved. That's yeah. just a that's a lot of money. And if, if they you're can. trying to right, well, I I I 100 percent think you can move Bogarts, and I think you can move uh, Machado too. But people need to see him again. Yeah, I don't know about that, but we'll see. Uh, anyway, Blake Snell, congratulations to you, buddy. Congratulations, congratulations, up, you up earned it. Two hundred million dollar contract. Uh, congratulations for proving Browner right about stuff. Yeah, thank you, Browner. Brother. Browner knows stuff. I'm a Browner stuff knows man. Stuff. Also, quick side note: I follow Joe Musgrove on Instagram. I could see why a, a kettlebell messed his feet up this off season in spring training. The guy works out barefoot. I don't, and I, this is like a thing that I'm seeing with athletes recovering. Like my boy Chicharito recovering from a torn ACL, training barefoot. I'm like, why don't you guys put some some shoes on, boys? Let's protect these these toes from the kettlebells, please. Listen, man. Uh, all I gotta say to Joe Musgrove is next season we better be bringing another Cy Young in here with your name on it, because you you underperformed massively for what you got. You Darvish, same thing to you too. But I'm not expecting as much out of you Darvish because he keep his mouth shut. As much as Joe Musgrove is out here talking to any camera you could put in front of his face, it's time for you to put up, brother. I I, I like a talker. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I like that you talk. But now you got to put up. You got to walk. Yep. You talk to talk. So, now it's time to walk that walk. <clears throat> Segment brought to you by PrizePicks. PrizePicks. PrizePicks.com slash greatfriends. PrizePicks.com slash greatfriends. Get your first deposit matched up to $100. You guys are crushing it. You know, we haven't said, but it looks like Price Picks is going to stick around for a long time. Hopefully, because of you guys, because of you guys signing up and for you guys using our promo code, pricepicks.com slash great friends. So shout out to you guys. This show doesn't happen without you guys. When we come back, it's time to talk to the pro football doc, pro football doc, because guess who's back, Browner? Your boy, Justin Fields, is back. Let's talk to him. Let's talk to him when we come back. It's Kaplan and crew. All right, welcome back, everybody, to Kaplan and Crew with Just the Crew. Alex Padilla, John Browner with you guys here on a Thursday. Scott back on Monday. We are off tomorrow uh, because, Browner, not only am I going to Vegas for the F1 race, but guess who else is going to Vegas for the F1 race? Who? Our next guest, Dr. David Chalfin, pro football doc. Doc, how you doing today, man? Are you ready for the Vegas? You know, my, my expertise, it's not good to have my throat sound bad on the way to vegas so right at least uh-huh. if i come back sounding this way you'll know it had nothing to do with vegas i'm not there uh, yet good idea uh good idea. headed there look uh you know i blame i blame netflix oh what were you yelling okay. at no i blame netflix no. because my wife started watching the show and she wants uh, to go to F1. F1. <laughs> guilty guilty doc during covid i really haven't seen it i really haven't you seen haven't it. dude it oh, is just like bits and pieces bits and pieces Dude, so during COVID, me and my wife, uh, we obviously, like most people, didn't have much to do. And I and I was told that this show called Drive to Survive is really cool. And we're like, sure, because at that time, we watched anything. And we gave it a shot. She fell in love with it. I fell in love with the show. And because, like, on this show, I don't know how Browner feels, but like, on this show, 
we we got to talk football. We got to talk baseball. We got to talk. We got to talk the major sports. So for me, watching a sport that I never have to talk about on this show is like refreshing. So it's like if I miss a race, I miss a race. If I don't know everything about if I don't know everything about everything, then who cares? Like I don't got to talk about it publicly. So I fell in love with it and I can't wait. Have you seen videos of it of the grand opening last night? I haven't seen anything yet. Uh, I went yeah. to one F1 race, but I, I don't know, like a Long Beach Grand Prix back in the day. You know, I don't know. Day. I don't know too much about it. They're loud. They're it'll be yeah. cool. Night racing. I, I don't know. It's yeah, this was last night. The everything's good and ready, ready to go. They got a little rain last night, but I guess it's forecast to not be raining anymore by the time uh, the racing starts tonight. Well, practice starts tonight, I believe, at eight thirty or something like that. First time cars will be on the field. I'm excited, Doc. Can't wait to be out there. That'll be fun, and uh, we're getting in, and then we're actually, you know, the Sports Industry Central Pro Football Doc, we're hosting something at uh, Circa at the Sportsbook for the Thursday night game. Very nice, very nice. That's tonight, and we finally get a good, good game, so let's get into it, Doc. Uh, tonight, uh, the Ravens versus the Bengals. Uh, surprising news for the Bengals, I think it was surprising news, that Trey Hendrickson is actually going to suit up tonight after he got rolled up at, was it the final play? Of the game last week yeah i mean unlucky yeah. final play look he's gonna this is a big matchup right divisional matchup and uh both uh for both these teams and he's gonna play but uh unfortunately uh there's still some uh injuries there on both sides of the ball ronnie stanley marlon humphrey for the ravens are out sam hubbard is out and uh no t higgins for the bengals but jamar chase is healthy joe burrows completely healthy so it should be a, a, a good game. Are you what surprised? Is, are you surprised that Joe Burrow was able to not only play with that injury, but actually appear to have healed from that injury during the season? No, I mean, I just thought that it would linger and there would be risk through October. And now it's November and he's running around like crazy. And that issue is behind him now. It was just a matter of avoiding aggravation. Now, the newest risk gate. Yeah, Riskate. What about yeah. Riskate? So he's is he wearing a brace? Is he not wearing a brace? Is there something on his finger? Like, there's no clear video now. The videos are being scrubbed from Twitter. It's Riskate, Doc. Uh, you know that's the thing. You know, I keep seeing there's some video and people are linking me and 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 you know in the DM or D or what notifications and I click on what they're trying to show me and the video is deleted. It's like, <laughs> like uh, what's what's going on, Elon? I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to find the uh, I can play the video for people right now. I found it. Uh, this is like the news that Joe Burrow is wearing some sort of wrist brace tape on his throwing hand. Doc, have you has your staff and me found any videos about any possible injury that Joe Burrow may have sustained last week on the hand? You're slipping, Alex. We're waiting. I am. <laughs> I know. I've been looking. Can't find anything. Yeah. I don't know. I don't make too much of it. And then, of course, the conspiracy theorists. He wasn't on the injury report. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, there's a lot of injuries that are not on the injury report, and people are not going to get fined for it. So you saw Joe Burrow traveling there. With him is going to be three physicians, at least five athletic trainers, at least another physical therapist, at least some interns and other things. You think all those people are going because there's – Three people on the injury report. I mean, come on. Yeah. Doc, is, is is there is it most of the time guys after the game are wearing stuff for preventative reasons as opposed to oh this actually got hurt or is more like 
for for process of healing faster from just something I had two years ago, I just wear this after the game. Is that a thing? Uh, it can be, but of course, I don't know that anyone's seen him in it, so that's what is the oh uh, okay the, the 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 deal is. But you know, every game, you know, with the Chargers, we'd see minimum 10, 12 people after the game. Hmm. And even though they finish the game and you know, you pay attention to the ones you have to ride on the field or they get carted off, but there'd be at least a dozen every game, sometimes more that you'd run through, and then training room on Monday. I mean, it is the collision sport of football. And I always say, you know, at this point, week eleven, I mean eighty-five percent is a good week right now. Right. So, Doc, uh, let's move on uh, off Thursday night football because there is. Oh a wait, wait. I have a question. I have a question. You said something, and now it just popped into my mind. I have a question. I never asked a doctor this question before. So, when you run out onto the field, have you ever ran out onto the field to help a guy? And he's like, "Wait, no, I'm not hurt. I'm just laying down so we could like get a free timeout." Has that ever happened? You ain't um, gotta say who. You ain't gotta say who. Just <laughs> if. Or you um, can. Say I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> that um i've ever uh, uh you know uh yeah there are players that are like winded and down uh, okay and uh contrary to popular opinion it's not illegal for coaches to tell a player to go down it's uh. illegal for someone to tell a player to go down who has nothing now <laughs> if they're like oh you know, I kind of tweak my elbow and they say, go down, even though you could walk off the field. That's not illegal. OK, OK, mm -hmm. I'll give you two examples. One time uh, we I won't name names. He was hurt. <laughs> he was. Uh, OK, I'll say it because there's nothing bad. Quentin Jammer and uh -huh. he was hurt. We ran out and tended to him. And, he's like, and very quickly he goes, I'm good and wants to hop up. And then we were like. You're out one play anyways. Make sure you're good to come back in one play. You know, take your time out here. And the defense was gassed anyway. So that's not illegal to do that. Uh, I'll tell you, <clears throat> one time in Denver, I got booed by all the mile high fans. <laughs> Our uh, number 17, uh -huh. Nick Hardwick, Kind of starts walking off the field with an elbow issue, like you know something, and he's just walking off. And Philip is saying, "Go down, go down," because he wants to take some snaps from the backup center, right? And and shocker, Philip is excitable, right? Right. And, uh, and Nick gives him this look of, uh, "Not happening, my friend," because this is. <laughs> You know, it's my arm. I can. I'm walking off the field. I'm not going down. He gives him that right. look. So I go out, being the good doctor that I am. Mm -hmm. there you go. Pro that you are. To meet him at the numbers, and stop him, to examine him. And when you examine, look, do I know it's an elbow? No. Could it be ridiculous pain from his neck? Maybe until I know. So I, I stop him and start to examine him, and the referee comes over to usher me off the field, and the first thing I do is examine Nick's neck, head and neck, because ridiculous pain is real. It's possible, right? How do I know it's just he hurt his elbow? Right. Let me make sure he's okay there first. The referee looks at me like, get off the field. He looks at me, and he goes, oh, okay. 
<laughs> just because you were touching the neck? Right. Yes, because yeah, well, that's right. You more right, right, right. Things first, right? Right, right. Make sure it's not a neck or disc issue, legitimate. And it didn't take that long, but Philip got in his couple of snaps and I got, got booed back in. That's awesome. Nice. That is awesome. I'm just being a good doctor. I was just yeah. taking care of. Yeah. Right. And we Most saw it like I think we saw it like two weeks ago. Kevin O'Connell was yelling at TJ Hawkinson, get down, get down. Because he had a rib thing and TJ was going to walk off the field and Kevin's yelling from the sideline, get down. The camera zoom in on him as he's yelling, get down, get down. So we, we have seen that. That That's not illegal. He has an injury. Kevin O'Connell simply saying, get down so we can evaluate the injury. Right. I mean, right, now right. if he didn't have an injury and he's telling him to get down, that's finable and illegal. Yeah. Mm. All right, Doc. So there's three quarterbacks we want to ask you about. I know Brown is going to ask you about the Chicago guy. We'll get to the Cleveland guy. But first, here uh, locally in Southern California, when the Rams signed Carson Wentz, we're like, okay, Stafford's out for a while because there's no way you 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 cut Rip in, you bring in Carson Wentz because Wentz is going to play. Turns out, I think they just made their quarterback room better because they saw Brett Rippon. We're like, yeah, we don't ever need to see that again. Never. And now all reports are Stafford's good to go. He's going to be back, even though his thumb thing looked kind of serious. What's the latest on Matt Stafford? Yeah, Matt Stafford's going to be fine. That guy plays through a lot of things. Now, he did miss a little bit of time. And you're right. When you sign Carson Wentz, you think it's long-term. But when it's signing Carson and get rid of Brett Ripien, you're yeah. at net neutral. Right. Uh, you know, they did this with Baker Mayfield last mm -hmm. year. Remember? Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a, a free, a cheap look-see for next season. What has the guy still got? Right? And they did yeah. that with last year Matthew Stafford's going to play I, I don't see any issue but I do think it's interesting that Brett Ripping gets one game and then he's cut I mean was he that bad or or yeah. or did doc, you come on doc him? I mean come on he doc, was that come on, bad. Doc. doc how many days you need to go on before you know this ain't it sometime it only take one well the yeah. Seahawks signed him right away so maybe it's because they wanted a little insight on McVay's playbook. That's who they play this week. Could be one of those signings that we see all the time. Like, mm -hmm. hey, come give us some insight of what you just saw in L.A. because we play him this week. But I, I think, yeah, on the field, we've seen enough of, of Brett. No, thanks. <laughs> We're good to go. Browner, your boy's back. Ask him. So I think that I thought Justin Fields could have played last week with some type of protection on the Thursday game, but I understand why he didn't. They could have beaten the Panthers with me at quarterback. Now he's going out there. It appears that he won't be, he's not wearing anything on his hands at practice, unlike Joe Burrow post game. Is there <laughs> something that he should be doing with that injury while playing, whether it be brace or whether it be some form of, of cover up to help him make it through the game to survive any, any type of aggravation? Well, it depends, right? I mean, some quarterbacks don't want anything on their hand. They don't even like right. a glove. They don't want the tape. They don't want a brace. Some are okay with it. So it's individual preference. But what you don't want is to bang it again, right? Mm. Or hurt it again or fall on it again. And, uh, you know, you're going to have to have some confidence, a clean pocket so he doesn't hurt it again on a helmet or something following. That's not going to happen. <laughs> well, but, you know, we talked about Justin Fields for the longest time saying he's out multiple weeks, right? Because he dis right. man, dislocated his thumb. It, it, was, it was coach speak for the head coach to say day-to-day, 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 you know, week after week. Now, before that Thursday game, Matt Eberflus got a lot of grief because mm -hmm. he said he's out, out for the game, but he's listed as doubtful. And right. 
the media is like, wait, is he out or doubtful? He goes, he's doubtful. But 51%. Is he no, he's out. And he's 51%, which is not correct, by the way. But the reason why they did that is in case he somehow miraculously turned the corner. You can't convert out to playing. You can convert mm -hmm. doubtful to playing. So they just kept hope alive by saying that. But the key thing that Matt Eberflew said in his press conference, three times he said, Justin Fields is doing well, he's getting closer. And he mentioned the word accuracy. Remember, if you can't grip it, you can't spin it. If you can't spin it, you're not accurate. So could he have physically have played Thursday? Yes, but he wasn't mm -hmm. accurate yet. This I week, I think he can. I was about to take a shot at Justin Fields' accuracy, but I won't. I'll save it for later. Wow. Uh, Doc, uh, <laughs> the story of the week, the surprise of the week, I would say, Deshaun Watson out for the season. And I'll say regular season because I did watch your video and you did have an interesting take. He's out for the regular season, but this is is this Aaron Rodgers 2.0 where, hey, if they make the postseason, he could be back. I, I think it's possible, but they got to make the postseason and they got to be confident in him. Now, Two things, I two big things I take out of it. Number one, so much for the narrative that Deshaun Watson doesn't want to play because he's got the guaranteed contract. Man. Right? He played through the high ankle the second half. He played through this, and he was 14 to 14, helped lead his plays, team to a comeback. So plays better hurts. But the other thing, and I surprised myself. There's been so much mixed messaging from the week three Deshaun Watson shoulder injury. Mm. Week three, he's fine week four, doesn't play week four. He'll be fine after the bye. After the bye, he didn't play. Limited practice week seven, handful of snaps out of the game. Miss week eight, finally back week nine. A lot of poor messaging, be it from the team, Deshaun, medical, who knows, right, from the inside. So when this came out and we didn't see anything in game, my immediate suspicion, yeah, I'm, I'm a little suspicious, was that this is related to the previous injury. But when we look at all the video and we watch what Andrew Berry say, I surprised myself by saying, I actually think it's plausible and I believe it was a new injury based on some medical factors. A simple one is they got an MRI the first time. There's no miss reading an MRI. Okay. An MRI is not great for fracture, outlying the fracture, but it lights up like a Christmas tree if there's a fracture, chip mm. fracture. You just can't miss it on a T2 image. And unless the Browns were just flat out lying to everyone from the get-go, uh, I, I do see this as a new injury. And Andrew Barry, what's interesting is Andrew Barry doesn't want him to play. Apparently Deshaun Watson said, well, maybe I can inject it and play. It's not Deshaun Watson with his $230 million guarantee that doesn't want to play. It's Andrew Barry that's protecting the $230 million investment, investment for yeah. the future and not wanting him to play right now and yeah. get this fixed. And there, it's a snowball's outside chance of returning to play. Yeah, very fascinating. I mean, P.J. Walker was not great. They'll go with DTR this week as a starter. But, I mean, just the fact that the Browns have a winning record and they're in it right now, they're so deep into the Crazy. season, I think, surprises, surprises everybody. That's how great mm -hmm. that defense has played. Doc, before you go, the promo code still applies. So if you use promo code Kaplan right now at sixscore.com, you're going to give you one free week of sick data. That also includes the injury edge, Doc. And you guys released a stat. This season, 
healthier teams with a 5.6 health score advantage are covering the spread at over 60%. So you're handing out winners with the information you and your panel of pro Pretty dogs good. have. Promo code Kaplan for a free week of sick data. I, I, think, I think the promo code should be Alex or Browner. It should. Hey, me it too. should be crew. Me too. It should be crew this week. Crew. We showed yeah. up to work. Yeah, we showed up to work this week, you know? Doc, I'm the so Iron God. Man around here. I'm always working. That's true. That's true. Browner has the Iron Man. He's he's the Cal Ripken of the show. This guy doesn't call That's in right. sick until Have he does. So I will I will cough well, on this show. <laughs> well, Doc, enjoy your trip to Las Vegas. I hope your voice gets better. And and like you said, we can't blame Vegas for your way your voice sounded coming back from Vegas. So enjoy your trip. Have a good time out there. All right. Thanks. See you, Doc. All right, everybody, that's Pro Football Doc. Go to sixscore.com. Use promo code Kaplan, promo code Kaplan to get one free week week of sick data. Woof. Woof, woof. But yeah, Browner, uh, we got to really, we got to make our NFL picks. We'll do that here next segment. Uh, we were supposed to have Jason on the show, and we were going to give him a hard time because he was talking his trash the way you talked your trash about being so good with picks. And then the second time he made picks, he had a bad week. I'll put it on the board. <laughs> and never came back. <laughs> and uh, Well, yeah. So here's the picks through uh, 10 weeks of the season. I updated it with the push. We've only had one push so far this year. I am 16-7-1 after going 1-1-1 in week 10. Scott went 2-0-1. Oh, He's 17-16-1. Browner, you also went 1-1-1. You're 15-14-1. This week coming up is going to be the hardest week I think I've had so far. Because the Bears are the Lions are favored by eight points, and that's a lot of points mm-hmm. for me. It was eight and a half. It was it was yeah, it was eight and a, I think it was nine actually. It was high, whatever it was. It was yeah. more than a touchdown. It, which and so, that's just that's a lot. We'll make our picks coming up, but these are the spreads that we're gonna pick. We always pick the Chargers game with the we pick the Rams game, we pick the Raiders game, which do I not have that on here? I don't have Uh-oh. that on here, so I'll pull that up here shortly. But right now, the Chargers are three-point favorites. The Seahawks or the Rams are one-point underdogs. Uh, the Vikings are two-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Broncos. The oh. We're not going to pick Cleveland since they're not here. Uh, but, yeah, you said it. Lions, seven-and-a-half-point favorites over the Went Chicago down again. Bears. Um, and down. then what's the Raiders spread? Let me take a quick look. before They're playing the Dolphins. I know they're not favored. That's for damn sure. Oh, boy. Dolphins plus th- or minus 13-and-a-half. Ooh, that's if they score, it can they can score though, man. That can be second. They be can tangible. score, and the Raiders can't score. Yeah, that could be tangible real fast. Yeah. When we come back, Wait. we'll go ahead and we'll make our picks. Uh, before we hit this break, though, we are brought to you by Mountress Realty. Mountressrealty.com. There's only one guy to call, and that's Gary Cooper. Cool. If you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, refinance, whatever you're looking at, whatever questions that you have. Go ahead and give Gary Cooper a call, 858-376-1299. Go to mountrustrealty.com. Next week, Coop's giving away his San Diego State Fresno State tickets again. So <laughs> learn that number, 858-376-1299. Uh, he even helped a friend of ours get set up in Washington. So Coop just goes above and beyond, man. He goes above and beyond. So give him a call, mountrustrealty.com, mountrustrealty.com. When we come back, we'll make our NFL picks next. Welcome back, everybody, to Kaplan and Crew with just the crew. Alex Padilla, John Browner with you guys here on a Thursday. 
Uh, we'll be off tomorrow as I head to Vegas for F1, and then we'll all be back together on Monday at some some way or another. Browner, um, I know Scott does this to you all the time, but I'm going to do it to you too. Are you ready? Let's go. Because it's time. It's mushroom lifetime. Mushroom Hello. lifetime. Great friends. 50% off your first order at Mushroom Life L-Y-F-E. Mushroom L-Y-F-E dot com. Talk to him, Browner, about the Browner package. Y'all already know what time it is. Y'all know I love my sustained energy, and y'all know I love my boost. Y'all know I love these two. These are the two things that are getting me through the day. I can't turn left and right, but once I get it, I got it. You feel me? So this the camera's right here, in front of you. I know. How it works left and it's opposite i keep forgetting it's opposite so these are the two things that i take every day on this show you see me doing it and you see that it works first and all most importantly listen i'm running out i, Damn. I gotta be right here on the table By the way, you guys are the absolute best and you guys being the great friends because uh scott took a tour of the mushroom life uh shipping center and he saw so many packages ready to go of the browner box of the yes. sustained energy, of the mental energy. There's all these tubes that that's what Browner takes every day. You guys are ordering that exact thing. I my box is out of reach right now, but I I actually have been taking it all the time now too. The drops that Browner's taking. By the way, if you're like, oh, it tastes bad. No, it doesn't taste like anything, really. It doesn't they like it much. doesn't taste like it? <laughs> Sometimes you have to remember you're doing it because yeah. it, it doesn't feel like anything. Yeah. So I I would highly recommend these things. I wouldn't take anything on this show that and tell people about it unless I was actually doing it. And that's why I make it a habit to make sure whenever we do the segment that I do it so people can see that this is a real thing for me. So, you know, yesterday I missed my mouth. So I'm able to get it all in today. Uh, there you go. They offer other stuff too. I just have a lot of stuff deeply going into the other stuff outside of the sleep gummies. Cause those are fantastic as well. And so the, the, the best part about this is it gives you an opportunity to give yourself a little something extra that we all need during the day because everybody's so strapped, whether it be time-wise, focus-wise, or energy-wise. Every, everybody's being pulled in so many different directions. you got so many different stressors in your life. Just an opportunity to give you a little something extra for, you know, it ain't free, but it ain't yeah. that expensive either because Brett hooks us up. He works with us, so he works with you. And so we all win, man. So go ahead and be a... Be a member. Get you some of that. Get you a, get you a brown box. Yeah. Mushroomlife.com slash great friends to get 50% off your first order. It's really not expensive. And 50% off makes it super, super not expensive. So mm -hmm. mushroomlife.com, L-Y-F-E, mushroomlife.com. All right. Let's time now, Browner. I wish I would have some NFL music. Here is a recap as we head into NFL week 11. Time to make our pick since we are off tomorrow. I'm coming into week 11, uh, 16, 7, and 1. Scott's not going to make picks. He didn't send me his pick, so he'll remain 17, 16, and 1. He probably saw the Cleveland spread and was like, I don't want to pick that. And then, Browner, <laughs> you are uh, 15, 14, and 1 yourself. That's we last week's. Uh, we are both coming off a 1, 1, and 1 record uh, in week 10. So now mm -hmm. we move on to week 11. Week 11. Yeah, some really good matchups. Can you believe we're already at week 11? Yes, it happens every football season. It happens every football season. Every freaking football season. I'm like, how are we week in 11? So this year, I'm like, no, I feel like it's week 11. Like now that I work on Sundays in football, like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, now we're in week 11. Now we're definitely in week 11. All right, here we go, Browner. 
I'm going to write down our picks. We got the Charger game we pick every week. The Rams game we pick every week. The Raiders game we pick every week. You pick the Bears game. I pick the Vikings game. Scott picks the Browns game. So we'll start off in Lambeau. The Chargers, four and five. At the Packers, three and six. The Chargers are three-point favorites in Lambeau. Jordan Love versus Justin Herbert might be one of the biggest mismatches of the weekend. Yeah. You want to go first on this one? Oh, yeah, I'm taking charges all the way. I think Green Bay, even though they've been at, they'll be at home, they just – he's not the guy. And sometimes you just get a year transition. And I think for them this is the year transition. And so if they were smart, they keep running them out there. They keep letting them throw so he can get interceptions and so they can lose and so they can get better, better picks. Because what they do do – and I'll give them do. credit for this – what they do do is draft well. Yeah. The Green Bay Packers do draft well. They do develop guys, and that's always been why they are a solid organization and why they always have a good season. So, I, I but in this particular game, I like the Chargers because I just think Jordan Love ain't that dude. There is a slight percent chance of rain, but it just looks like it's going to be cold with a high of 47 and a low of 33 that day. So I don't that think cold enough. too much of an issue. Not yet. It's not that, it's not that time. Not that time in Glambo. Here's something that's very fascinating to me as far as pass yards go. Justin Herbert hasn't really been, he's had really great weeks, but he hasn't been consistently good. So right. when you look at pass yards, he only has 300 more pass yards than Jordan Love on the season, which is very fascinating to me. But it's he's weird. much better. Touchdown to interception ratio, 17 and 5 to 14 and 10. Jordan Love, really, really not that guy so far this mm -hmm. year in Green Bay. Uh, but I. I've seen Green Bay play a lot this year, and I haven't liked a single thing that I've seen. Like mm. I just haven't. It's just been bad. Their defense is pretty good. They make some plays. Yeah. But I just think that I have to go, and I can't believe it because it's like Lambo. Do it. Green Bay. Do I'm it. Go, I'm gonna go Green Bay to cover. What? <laughs> what? Well, are you? Is this yeah. like a? Is this like when Prize Picks gives you one for free? This no. is Steph Curry to score a zero point half points. Why are you going for what? it? What? I need to come wow. back. I can't play. I can't play the mean. Wow. I can't yeah, play well, that's the mean. True. That's I can't true. play the mean. We're we're deep in the season. Wow. I can't go. I you know we're off next week because of Thanksgiving a bunch. So I'm I'm going all in this week. I'm going Green Bay to pull the upset. Something funky's gonna happen this game. You know that Browner. You know no, that something not. funky's gonna no, happen. No, the not. only game that has like the Chargers Bears game, nothing funky happened. Right. That could be a different game if the freaking wide receiver doesn't fall over and, and miss the wide open touchdown. So, no, um, yeah, probably not. But something funky's going to happen. Valus Jones hasn't played since, by the way. But do you trust the you trust the Chargers in Lambo? Yes. All right. Yeah. Now, if 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 uh, Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback, no. Oh, of course. I, I I trust him against Jordan Love. I trust him against Matt LaFleur, who is being exposed. Yeah, I, I trust him in, in this particular right. situation. Well, in Los Angeles, it is the L.A. Rams hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks mm. come in 6-3. and three. The Rams are 3-6. and six, But Matthew Stafford is back. But Puka Nakua, limited yesterday. Very uh, coming in a little banged up. So not fully 100%. Obviously, Kyron Williams still on the IR. Rams are one-point underdogs in L.A., and I don't want you to think that I'm just going to react to your picks, so I'll go first on this one. Okay. Rams win this one by a touchdown. What is it? What is wrong with you? 
What is it? Okay, okay. Help me, help me, help. Help me understand. Yeah. What, what made you come to that conclusion? Uh, Geno Smith, I don't trust. The That's Seahawks perfectly fine. Seahawks are not good. I don't think. I think they have a winning record because they beat the Commanders, they beat the Cardinals without Kyler Murray, they beat the Giants, they beat the Panthers. Their best win of the season is against Detroit, but that's week two, so I still think Detroit was kind of figuring themselves out. They got destroyed by the Ravens, 37-3. to uh, I just don't trust the Seahawks, personally. I don't trust Geno Smith. Kenneth Walker, I don't know what the perception is around him, but I think he gets hurt a lot. Um, he may not even finish the game at that point. DK Metcalf is like an ejection waiting to happen. That's um, I just don't trust the Seahawks yet. And you're going to give me a point? I'll take it. Give me the Seahawks. This is it. Yeah. You listen. I, I like what you're doing, but now since you pick it first, now it doesn't make any sense. Now it doesn't make any sense what you're doing. I like the Seahawks in this game. Matthew Stafford is hurt. He will get hurt again in this game because at this point in his career, this is what he is. He gets mm -hmm. hurt. So the, there's no fire left on the Rams. They use all the smoke and mirrors at the start of the season to get to where they are now. Unless, and I don't see Cooper Cup having this monster game and in and, and with Pukunukua to carry them. So I, I just I something's not right with the Rams and I think we all know what it is. It's Matthew Stafford's physical ability. And I think this is it for them. This is it. So I am going with Seattle because defensively they're now this dumb. Defensively they're now better. <laughs> and I, I and I honestly think offensively they're better because DK Metcalf uh Jigba, I can't remember his full name. Jigba Smith no Jigba. Jigba and uh the third guy who they have as well. Kyler Lockett. Kind of, Kyler Lockett plus Ken, uh the, the running back. I just think that they've surrounded Geno Smith with enough uh bubble wrap that he can't break the game. Mm-hmm. So I think this is one of the games. It's a division game, so it's going to be physical. And so I I like I like Seahawks way more than I like the Rams in this one. This is an easy one for me. All right. All right. So there you go. We have not agreed on the game yet. We might agree here, I think. We'll see. The Raiders travel to Miami to take mm. on the Miami Dolphins. Five and five Raiders, six and three Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins, 13 and a half point favorites. 13 and a half point favorites. Uh, Browner, before I say what I say, you go first on this one. And uh, we'll see. Antonio Pierce shocked me last week. He really did. I didn't, I didn't think they had that in him. I'm going Raiders in this game. I'm going Raiders in this game for one reason. That's a lot. 13 a and lot. a half <laughs> is a lot, man. That's two whole touchdowns. Now, if you told me Josh McDaniels was coaching, give me four touchdowns, and I might have still took the Dolphins. I'm taking the Raiders in this game because of the spread, and because I, I think fight alone in the NFL, fight alone keeps you ten points in. Just trying well, hard. I'm not gonna like bury the lead here. I'm agreeing with you. That's way too many points for a team that defensively are good. The Raiders Correct. defensively are a good team. Um, I think that the, the Dolphins are pretty fraudulent because they are 6-0 and against teams with losing records and 0-3 and against with teams with winning records. They played the cream of the crop. Obviously, P Buffalo has fallen off to not cream of the crop. They got beat by the Eagles and Philly. They lost to the Chiefs at home. I think the Raiders are competent enough. In Germany. Germany, excuse me. I do think the Raiders are competent enough 
to keep it close. I don't Correct. think they win the game. I think the Raiders are about to hit, uh, uh, get smacked in reality because of their schedule. But I do think that they're good enough to keep it close. Right. So for that, I will say Raiders plus 13 and a half is my pick. And that's a lot of, for me, the, the Raiders have what you need to, to have a chance. You have a pass rush. And unfortunately, two is one sack away from them being very pedestrian. Yeah. So whenever you have a pass rush going against the Miami Dolphins and a massive point spread like that, I'm always going to bet against them. That's very easy yeah. for me. All right, final two games that we'll pick. I'll go first because mine's pretty easy. I don't know how the Broncos are two and a half point favorites over the Minnesota Vikings. That's I crazy. think the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bills handed them that win on Monday Night Football, literally by fumbling the ball a bajillion times, throwing interceptions. Didn't they give up like a special team such? I'm, I'm already misremembering how the game even went. But in Denver, I think the magic is going to run out eventually on Josh Dobbs. I just don't think this is the matchup where it's going to, you know, it's going to happen. I think the Broncos, no, I will take nothing away from their win against the Chiefs. They won that game. But I will just tell you that the Buffalo Bills lost that game on Monday more than the Broncos won. Shoot, they try to give the field goal away. Yeah, I mean, they missed the field goal. So I brought... Broncos two and a half point favorites. Give me Minnesota plus two and a half all day, every day, as the Vikings make it six in a row, in my opinion. Browner, you picked the last game. Your boys, Justin Fields, is back. They head to Detroit. Three and seven Bears against seven and two Lions. Detroit minus seven and a half. I, the same theory applies here. The problem with this is the last time the Bears had 10 days off, they played the Minnesota Vikings, and the the offensive coordinator just wasn't prepared. It didn't look like he, like he had two minutes before the next game. So I don't trust them 10 days out of anything. I trust them four days out because they're 2-0 and on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So that makes no sense. But it, it is what it is. The longer they have to prepare each time. So the first game of the season against the Vikings, they were – I'm sorry, against the Packers, they were atrocious. They had all offseason to prepare. The two time, The first time they had 10 days off, they were atrocious against the Vikings. And so now we're going to have another 10 day approach. So I'm going with the, I'm going with the lions to not make the eight. So I guess I'm going with the bears. Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's a six, two field goal game more than a a whole touchdown game. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with the bears. I think the Lions are going to win the game, but I think the bears are going to be, it's going to be way more competitive because the bears are getting Nate Davis back. So this is the first time their offensive line will be the, be what they intended it to be across the board. So I like where they're at physically with Justin Fields coming back, and I think you're going to see the Bears run the ball. Well, I, listen, I, this is a hope. I don't know what the hell Luke Getz is going to do. <laughs> I hope that we see them run the ball more because it gives you an opportunity to keep the Lions off the field. And with Justin Fields back, you have more of a running dynamic and more of a movable pocket. If that's how they call the game. So go Bears. All right. So to recap, I am going Packers three points, Rams plus one, Raiders plus 13 and a half, and Vikings plus two and a half. Browner is going with the Chargers minus three. Uh, yeah, minus three. That's how I was right, right? The Chargers are favorite. Yes. Yes. Sorry. I don't know. I just typed it out wrong. Chargers minus three, Seahawks minus one, Raiders plus 13 and a half, and Bears plus seven and a half. Those are our week 11 picks. And yes, week 11 is already here. Yesterday, 
Uh, if you don't watch Kaplan and Crew tonight on Cox Review, you missed our entire conversation about Draymond Green and Rudy Gobert's scuffle yesterday. Well, not anymore because it's time for the highlight of the day. It's time for the highlight of the day, man. Do you want to get high, man? I'm just really high. The highlight of the day is brought to you by Tori and California Holistics, where the promo code is amazing. What does that mean? What means when you spend a minimum of $75, you're going to get 20% off your purchase at Tory and California Holistics. And you know what the great thing about that is, Browner? You could use it as many times as you want. It's not just your first purchase. It's not just your second purchase. It is all your purchases at Tory and California Holistics. Promo code AMAZING. Spend a minimum of $75, get 20% off your purchase at Tory and California Holistics. Yesterday, during the Cox exclusive, uh, I was having a lot of fun with the choke of Draymond Green or Draymond Green choking Rudy Gobert. Browner thought it was atrocious. Browner thought it was a violent crime. Browner thought Draymond Green should be thrown into jail. And I said, uh, I think the only thing that should happen is Rudy Gobert needs to be embarrassed because he was flopping like a seven foot five fish. And honestly, I don't even know if he's seven foot five, Brown. I just kept saying seven five because it sounded better. But now the NBA has released punishment. And it's shocking to me. It's absolutely stunning to me that Draymond Green has been suspended for five games for, I guess, choking Rudy Gobert. Um, It was hilarious. But the thing that is shocking to me, and I'm trying to find the video. I don't know why it's not loading. Uh, The thing that is shocking to me is that it is the longest on-court suspension that what's his name adam silver is that the is that the yeah it is the longest uh suspension that adam silver has ever doled out on an nba court five games is his longest suspension brandon ingram punched punched yeah punched chris paul in the face and got four games so browner go for it Got what you wanted, man. Adam Silver, congratulations. You're a man now. You're no longer a Pinocchio. You're a real boy, brother. Thank you for letting Joe Dumars hand you something and you just say, this is what it is. Because I don't believe under any circumstances that this was just because of this one incident. This is a trail of things that Draymond Green has done. And every time he does something else, His suspensions should start with five games. Last year during the playoffs, so an an important part of the season, he stomped on a guy, not in a crowd of people, right in the middle of the court. You can't choke somebody. So right now, let it go. Because now they're separated. Nobody's wrestling. Now it's just you. Now it's just Draymond choking and pulling him. What about Carl Anthony Towns at the end choking Draymond? Carl Anthony Towns, if I was on the same team with Carl Anthony Towns, if Rudy Gobert was a man, I'd have fought Carl Anthony Towns. Because why didn't you choke Draymond Green while he was choking me? You supposed to we supposed to be teammates. You supposed to have my back. You talk a lot. You Carl Anthony Towns, you talk a lot. Here I am getting choked right in front of you. I'm not fighting back. You're not choking. But look at Carl Anthony Towns' face. His face looks like he she is choking somebody, but he ain't. The whole point in this is Draymond Green deserves five games because the antics that Draymond Green has partaken in 
since the end of last season and the BS he's done the last three games. The last three games from pushing one guy out of bounds, un unwarranted on the fast break, what he did to Anthony, tackled Anthony Edwards out of bounds last game versus the Timberwolves, and choking UFC style uh, uh, Rudy Gobert for about a long time it takes to choke somebody out. He had to go. He had to go. That's it. That's it. Go sit down. Go on vacation with LeBron. I'm sure LeBron will have an injury, a magical injury now, and y'all can go hang out. All right. Well, there you go. Draymond Green suspended the longest ever on court suspension. Bye. Because he kind of, kind of moved Rudy Gobert out the way. So wow. Precedent wow. has been set. Adam Silver. Precedent has wow. been set. If you're watching on on YouTube, Uncensored coming up next. If you're listening on radio, we got plenty more to come. Kaplan and crew. All right, everybody. Uncensored. Just uh, getting some news here. The uh, the new guy that's in control at the Padres has been has been unearthed, and he's from the Seidler Equity Group. Eric Kutsenda Browner. Eric Kutsenda. He's the new control person after Peter Seidler's passing. Oh, listen, man. I, I. What does that have to do with the money? Well, everything. Does he like baseball? Does he know what baseball is? <laughs> does he does now listen i'm pretty sure peter seidler in his trust wouldn't hand the team over to a guy that knows nothing about baseball just because that's not what i'm saying pretty... okay what i'm what i'm saying is does that guy have the same fire for winning with his checkbook that peter yeah. seidler had at the at, at that point in his life does anybody that's what, that's what i the dodgers do the yankees do the mets do the phillies do right but they're in they're in they're the Astros markets. do. They're in markets with TV deals that are that are existent. Then guess then who guess who that is? I've said this for you're about to get me really upset with this. I've said this a hundred times on this show. Build your own network. Brown, it's not just that. Simple. It's not that <laughs> I understand. I understand that it's not that simple. I've never said it was that simple. But what I'm saying is it's possible. Look around. At these other organizations, hire yeah. someone running their hire the second in command at Yes Network, hire the second in command at uh, a Spectrum, and say, How do we best do that here with one team? How do we do it? The, the rest of it, how to fill it out, we can figure that out. But tell me the direct way to get my consumer's dollar directly into my pocket because that's what this yeah. is it's a business how do i do that that can be done this idea that it that it's too hard is the reason why the payroll was low it's not too hard other people do it other teams do it and they are making money hand over fist there are over three million people and growing in san diego county that's yep. yours Yep. Take advantage of that. You're not going to get 3 million subscribers. If you could get a million and a half, that's all you need. Yeah, at A million well, and a half at $29 a month, you'll be all right. I don't know if there's a million and a half Padre fans here, but I mean, I get what you're saying. They got a lot of work to do this offseason, though, bro. That's for damn sure. They got a lot because they don't have a TV deal next year. I don't know yes. if MLB is going to give them 80% of the revenue that they missed out. So we'll see. It's going to be... 
I mean, well, honestly, like I think the word dread is really like prevalent now because as much as we had experience with Peter Seidler, the person, like I said yesterday, 99% of people didn't. Correct. And all they care about is what this means for the Padres. Like, Correct. yes, I'm sad this great man died. I really am. But what does what, that mean for Are my we team? trading Soto? But what does that mean for my team? Are we going to go back to being a, in the gutter? Are we going to go back to being crap? Are we going to go back to being the, you know, the the, the lowly Padres? So I'm going to tell y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all what I honestly believe. I think there's a 70% chance you go back to looking like the Kansas City Royals. Because more people believe what you believe, Alex. It's too hard to build a network. It's unless unless this Kosicki or whatever this guy's name is, unless this guy is a visionary and he has unless he has some form of forward thinking vision and plan to make yeah. this self-sustainable to where you don't necessarily need to do too many money calls because this organ this fan base will show you we will pay if yeah. you give I us mean, a they product. Have, they still lost so, money. So I mean, but I mean, I don't. I, I think the days of being a top five payroll are, are long. Those are gone. over. Those are over. Those but are I over. do, I do think that you can be top half. Top, because you can be top city, ten and compete. I think this city has sh shown that we'll they'll get behind you. We'll get behind yeah. you. So when Browner, I'm going to Vegas. See you later. Bye. Enjoy your weekend. Talk to everybody on Monday. Best of tomorrow if you're listening on radio, which you're not because this is uncensored. So I'll talk to everybody on Monday. Peace. Bye.